the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. Talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Oh my. Back in black. Can you imagine having a theme song that's hauntingly followed you your whole career? Like, I have that because I work in radio and television. Yesterday, market participants were watching the stock market tape on the Fed policy. Um... I think we're doing a little bit too much babysitting on the market right now. The NASDAQ and the Russell 2000 had a lot of selling. The NASDAQ down 3.1%, biggest drop in more than two years. While the Russell 2000 also fell 2.8%. These feel like market kind of corrections. And they're normal and they're healthy. But... When you're going through them, they don't feel so much. I often refer to it as um, the concept of kind of the drama of reading a, a novella, where every chapter something super dramatic happens, but in the end, the, the, the main character's okay. Like Dickens. When you ever read Dickens' uh, novels, there's maybe 20 chapters in a book, and the first one, he's an orphan. And the second one, the orphanage is burning down. And the third chapter, oh no, some evil man picked him up. And the fourth one, oh no, he's working for that evil man in crime. And in the end, he turns out okay. Same thing on the market right now. SP 500 is down 8 today, the Dow's down 89, the Nasdaq's down 19. Ooh, we get two bells today. What a privilege to be us, huh? 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 Are you with me against me? Choose a side, because this is a civil war. The lack of an enthusiastic response to the encouraging initial claims job report, I think it's kind of interesting yesterday. I think we have some sellers. Um, because that was a pretty good report. Weak trade data out of China... Dun, dun, dun. It's not that dramatic. A violation of technical trend lines. It's all very, very, very overblown at this point in time. A weak IPO for Ally Financial. Who's Ally Financial? Ally Financial. It used to be GM's big financing arm. And then it became kind of a dirty word to be a financing arm of anyone. So we better come up with a cute name. We're going to call it Ally. As in your friend. Or as in, 
we will ally the fears that you have, and we will come up with a cute name called Ally. There's no sector leadership right now. The stuff that should be leading, it needs to take a break. It's all okay. There's forced margin calls going on anytime there's a correction. And what kills me about margin calls is um, margin's the devil. El Diablo. Like, you think I'm kidding. I'm not. I once wrote a book that the publishers and I had a fight over the title of the book. It was called Susan Orman's Like the Devil and 88 Useless Things You Need to Know. And I, I originally wrote the book. Title was Susie Orman's Devil and 88 other things you need to know. And the lawyer's like, You can't prove that she's the devil. So she's not the devil. You can't prove it. So I had to change the book title to Susie Orman's Like the Devil. Trust me, it went down from there. One of the chapters was that uh, Martins were being for idiots. You're using, you're borrowing money at a cost. To buy stocks. So you're leveraging. I think leveraging is an awful, awful idea in stocks. I think leveraging, if you're going to own a home for 30 years, is great. That's why you take out a loan for $300,000, $400,000, $500,000, $600,000. Because you're getting a low-cost loan. With stocks, you're taking out a loan called margin. And that if you own $100,000, they may give you the right to buy $6,000 for free. Oh, wait, wait, it's not for free. It's at an interest rate. And I think people that tend to go that angle tend to get into trouble. J.P. Morgan Chase didn't help sentiment in any way, shape, or form this morning. Well, J.P. Morgan Chase posted a profit of a buck twenty-eight a share. It was short of expectations. Wells Fargo beat, but benefited somewhat from the release of loan loss reserves and continued to report weak mortgage origination activity. Oh, no! J.P. Morgan, Pillar. Oh, wait, wait, okay, for the record, I would own both of these companies. So the fact that I'm mocking them is I'm telling you that there is some weakness going on, and I'm okay with it. It's normal and it's healthy. The negative PPI surprise that we recently saw can easily be attributed to part in some forecasting difficulty under a new methodology. Price growth for finished goods was down one-tenth of a percent. I'm losing you. I'm losing you. Doctor, we need you. Stat. Clear. You know why they always say clear? It took me a while to figure this out. Because when they're doing that electric shock thing, most people are in a metal bed. And they're doing electric shock to your heart. And if you're holding on to a metal bed, you get zapped too. Clear. Stat. So the PPI data was a surprise in a negative kind of way. Man, I'm, I, I'm not, I don't get the show today myself, to be quite honest with you. I, I want to go home. I do not want to be here. Stocks are sliding as J.P. Morgan misses their mark. Wells Fargo is shining as they beat earnings and expectations. They're both pretty great banks. I'd say Wells Fargo considerably more conservative. J.P. Morgan considerably more tied towards the stock market. But I'm actually okay with that. I like them both. And to me, it's not like dating the ugly sister. They're both pretty good looking. Maybe one's athletic and one's more curvy. 
but they're both pretty attractive names. GM. Man, this this recall is starting to, like, bite. It seems to be going on forever and ever and ever. Forever and ever. Forever and ever. Um, that's kind of where they're at right now. So the recall is picking up some more cost at this point in time. And, you know, the stock is broken below where I thought a lot of support was at 34. It's now at 32. I still find it a very attractive idea based on, I don't think that they go out of business. I don't think that we shut them down. That's kind of my angle. So it's got a pretty fat dividend yield here. I own no shares of GM other than through, like, S&P 500 funds. So now they're expecting to take a $1.3 billion charge, well above its previous expectations of $750 million. And the scope of recalling 2.6 million faulty ignition switches is pretty high. You know, when I first heard this song, I was like eight years old. Sad truth about me. I loved it. Today, I love it. AM 1220 KDOW traffic. You're listening to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Don't be shy. Um, you know, my ultimate goal is to try to get people to retire a bit. It's kind of noble, I think. Now, again, I'm not a Lannister. I'm not going to be going down in the, the book of books about how great I am. I just want you to work longer, as long as you can, and I want you to prosper. Um, it's an odd thing to say out loud, but I, I kind of need you to start thinking that way. I love Fisher Investments. I think uh, Ken Fisher is a smart guy. But I don't think you necessarily need his mutual funds to get you to retirement. But again, I think he's a smart guy. I, I like listening to him talk. But I don't think you need his mutual funds to get your retirement. I think the best way to go about it is Vanguard, TD Ameritrade, or Fidelity. I think if that's if your if your company doesn't do it for you, then you do that for yourself. You work with Vanguard, Fidelity, or TD Ameritrade, and you go with ETFs, low cost, low commission, low fees. Um, and I think the best way to get wealthy is is not by finding a guru but by learning some commandments that, that work for you. How many commandments could I name if I had to do the Ten Commandments? I'm not playing this game on air because I'm going to look stupid. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not uh, hang out with some brother's wife. Oh, thou shalt not mouth checks. Like, I'm probably going to miss it right around there, right? 
But when it comes to money, I want you to have commandments. I want you to plan ahead. That's the first commandment, is what am I going to need the day I retire? You have this big old steering wheel, which is called your career, and you're the captain of the, the, the bounty HMS Beagle. You're steering left, you're steering right, and you're just trying to get ahead. Oh, look. And ear that doesn't attach the head. So I've got this theory for the record. I'm not a Darwinian kind of guy. I'm not, I don't fall into any camp. But I figure your ear attaches to your head on the lower lobe. Let's just say you're closer to Cro-Magnon. You're more like a dinosaur dude than you are like 21st century guy. So let's just put it this way. When I go to Chicago, everyone's ear attaches to their head. And I like a little earlobe myself, but uh, I'll stop. So you want to plan ahead. You want to live within your means. Commandment number two. Um, if you're going to Chicago, if you're going to New York, if you're going to Thailand, if you're going to India, if you're going to Mexico, and you're 20-something, 30-something, you're living way, you're living way too good. Unless you're maxing out completely your 401k, your 403b, your 457. Unless you're, like, getting really far ahead. You have a house. You have your babies. Things that are going to cost you a lot of money. Um, you're spending future dollars. And, yeah, it's fun and sexy and what have you, but it's going to haunt you. Another commandment. Thou shalt not talk to your brother's wife. No, no. Another commandment is... is Making saving a habit. Um, the easiest way to, to get wealthy is to accumulate wealth over time. So you want to have an emergency fund for sure, two to six months of cash set aside. I have it. Oh, guess what? It went down last night on Rob Black, his dishwasher. And guess what it's going to cost him to fix it? It's, it's going to be under an insurance claim. But the dishwasher was getting so nasty that it caused a little bit of a wood problem underneath. I'm okay. I'm an emergency fund. So I don't have to go to work this weekend. I get to work today till about noonish, then hang out at the pool with kids. And when I hang out at the pool with kids, like what I'm talking about is have something that you love, like some sort of charitable work that you do. Have something that you love, whether it's friends, family, whether it's charitable work. Teach a kid how to swim. Like you can do that. And there's charities that are more than willing to take your hours. So do it. Make savings a habit, but also do charitable work. Pay off your credit cards is commandment number four. No one should live on credit. Again, you're laying with the devil. You're carrying the devil's water. I don't know even what that means. The devil's water? Is the devil that thirsty they need someone carrying the water behind him? What does that mean? But... Uh, credit cards, you're paying 18% interest sometimes. Too much. And again, you're doing something wrong if you're carrying a credit card balance. Um, commandment number five. Thou shalt not put a finger in a... Damn. What? I, no. Commandment number five in my world is start investing. You know, it... it whether it's $5, $15, I know a guy here at the radio station that basically makes a glorified minimum wage, and he doesn't have enough money to basically move out of his mom and dad's house. He should start investing sooner than later. 
even if it's $5 out of his paycheck, 5 will become 10 10 will become 15 15 will become 20 And it's set aside for his future. $20 or his future is better than nothing. It's better than nothing. Um, commandment number six is establish credit and have good credit. I think one of the more odd things that I'll ever say is that do start a credit card for your kid. Help them out. Make sure that the minimum payment's always covered. Help them out when they charge too much. Establishing credit for your kid, and it could be a secured credit card where it's 500 bucks, and no matter what, it's paid off every month, or minimum payment's paid every month, and it can never go above 500 bucks, and there's $500 in the account, so it can never get anyone into any trouble. Establishing credit will help them get uh, an apartment when they're 22. It will help them buy a house when they're 28. It will help them get a job when they're 25. Establishing credit when they're 15 years old, 16 years old, I think is a good thing. Now, oftentimes on the show I say, you can batter your children, I don't care. Just get them credit. I don't ever want you to batter and fry your kids, but if you want to batter them, that's up to you. I'm not the parenting choice of 2014 father of the year, great overall good advice kind of guy. I am saying that when it comes to money, get some credit for your kids. In your 20s, 30s, another, you know, commandment is have a marketable skill. If you're working in radio as a board engineer, go back to college. Because if you have a, a, a if you have a bachelor's degree in philosophy, go back to college. You need a marketable skill. If you have a bachelor's degree in English, good luck. Maybe some great company will hire you. But I highly recommend a marketable skill. Another commandment that I have is marry wisely. Marriages can be expensive. Get it out of your system if you need to get it out of your system, but marry wisely is my advice. Be honest with each other. Marry wisely. We'll take a break here. You're listening to the one, the only, Rob Black and your money on 1220 AM KDOW. Sharp, my lord, as long and sharp as yours. AM 1220 KDOW traffic. The back about the Alcon Pass is starting to shrink. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm fascinated by 20-year-olds. In large part, I'm paid to be fascinated by 20-year-olds. But that's neither here nor there. To me, it's all about spinning in the economy, and they're the group that's most likely to spend. As I've gotten older, I've gotten a little bit stingier with my doleros. Roberto Negro y doleros. I'm going to do so one day in Spanish once I learn Spanish, but until I get there, all I can do is the title. 
for the first time ever, teens are spending as much on food as they are on clothing. Whoa. How's that for an investable angle? Starbucks remains the perennial favorite. How is that that Starbucks is cool with teenagers? I guess it is. Oh, come on. Come on, my Come on, my I can't even say some of the things. You'll never hear me say grande. No, 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 large. I'm not going there, Starbucks. Don't make me do it. Uh, venti? <laughs> to me, when you're answering a question with a question, it's never a good thing. So, teenagers, one person they're spending is on furniture? What the? How did that sneak into the survey? 2% on books, 6% on events, 6% on music, 7% on video games, 8% on electronics. Food and clothing tied at 21% each. Teens still get most of their money from where? Is it from the job? No, 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 no. It's from their parents. Um, a lot of money from their parents. Nike is number one brand in clothing for teenagers, which is interesting to me. Brands that come in favor, brands that fall out of favor, I will invest in. I will avoid. Forever 21, action sports brands I've never heard of. Action sports brand. There's a brand called Action Sports I did not know. But this new survey gives me a little bit of light on how to invest. American Eagle, Ralph Lauren, Polo Ralph Lauren, all positive. Footwear, it's um, Nike Converse. Sperry Topsider. Again, that's not in my world. I, I think I've seen Sperry, but that might have been on a girl I dated's foot. Closet thing, I'm not sure. It feels like I know it. Steve Madden, I know. Brands that are losing popularity. Aeropostale, I will not invest in. Now knowing this. Abercrombie and Fitch and Hollister, all losing brand value. Um, Gap dropping, American Eagle, Old Navy, Roxy, Juicy Couture. So there's actually a survey that's like brands no longer worn. Baby fat. Okay. Whatever sick designer came up with the name baby fat and spelled it P-H-A-T, I hope that if there is like a, you know how many people have been hit by space debris in the world? One. One that we have documented. Someone's house got hit by like a comet, like in an incredibly random way. Whoever came up with the name Baby Fat, if, if there were, I'll shall we say, a big comet in the sky that were to come into our atmosphere, that were to, you know, stick around. And, you know, comets, when they fall, they don't actually get hot. So you don't actually see a flaming comet. It's actually a cold comet. They actually lose heat as they come in to the Earth's atmosphere. If there, if there were some space debris, I'll, I'll even say a satellite. If the old satellite station uh, were to fall on this owner, designer of Baby Fat, I'd be okay with it. I'd be like, yeah, that's, that's fair. You came up with a horrible name company you deserve. You got kind of what you deserve. Skylab. Remember Skylabs? 
Skylab, it's falling. There was a fear that there was a satellite that was going to fall on the world. <laughs> Love it. Um, brands that are getting more popular, Forever 21, American Eagle, Lululemon. How is that? God, I love yoga. I just love women that do yoga. It's, it's, I'm just being that kind of honest. Internal editor on. Lululemon is a yoga pants designer, and they're gaining popularity with teenagers. Internal editor broken. <laughs> Who doesn't like yoga pants? <clears throat> Which, for the record, Lululemon totally made fun of themselves. They came out with a commercial of spraying on, or they worked with Saturday Night Live on this, of spraying on yoga pants. <laughs> awesome. Because um, <clears throat> I think we all get it. Okay, brands that are gaining favor. Forever 21 American Eagle, Lululemon, Nike. On this list, H&M, Hollister, Urban Outfitters, Pacific Sunwear, and Victoria's Secret. I did not see Victoria's Secret coming. Teenagers? Teen? Okay. I guess I'm living in the world of naivety. Um, Activewear, very, very popular amongst teens apparel purchases. From 6% of purchases up to 28% of purchases. Nike, Under Armour, Lululemon, all doing well. So there's a preferred brand. And there's called Athleisure. A new word. A new word, ladies and gentlemen. Rob Black just threw it out there for you. Athleisure. So think athlete and then put the word leisure at the end. Athleisure. Casual athletic clothing can be worn outside the gym. It's incredibly popular at this point in time. Adidas Athleta, Juicy Couture, Lululemon, Nike, all doing very, very well in this angle. The increasing number of teens, particularly amongst males, prefer to shop online. I see myself as forever teen. I don't know if that's fair or not. If I were to come up with a fragrance, it would be called Rob Black's Forever Teen. And we see ourselves at 19 years old, and then life hits you, and you get a marriage, you get a divorce, you have a career change, you're there, and uh, you don't want to see yourself as that guy. Uh, guy, you want to see yourself as a forever teen. Um, so, an increasing number of teens prefer to shop online. I'm the same way. 47% of men prefer to shop online versus visiting real stores. 26% of women. So, women still like that cliche of going to the mall and hanging out together and shopping. Instagram is the most important social network for teens, followed by Twitter and Facebook. What? Twitter beats out Facebook? I get Instagram. I didn't get Twitter. I find that a bit cringeworthy. Just myself. Um, Google Plus? Nerd. Do you see me Google Plus update? In the basement of the Saints building? Um, Tumblr, Pinterest, all there as well. I don't know. I don't know. I have nothing else to say about that. I don't have a Tumblr account. Maybe I should have a Tumblr account. So, yes, one of the things that I do is I look at research reports tied towards teenagers. And I hope you learned something from that last segment of ideas to invest in. I hope. I can't promise you that you did, but I hope. Um, Some other things that you need to know about, talk about, think about, as far as when it comes to investing... 
Um, things change. When I was a kid, McDonald's was, they didn't have nuggets. They introduced chicken nuggets late, late in my childhood. My little sister, she's eight years younger than me, she got chicken nuggets. She loved them. She thrived on them. The way we look at McDonald's is going to be dramatically different in 10 years than it was 10 years ago than it was 10 years before that. And that should be expected. McDonald's trying to become a coffee shop. They want to be the place where you go to meet uh, a, a, an employee, uh, a hire, a new hire, an interview. Maybe you are got a DUI this weekend and you have to go to McDonald's to meet your attorney. They want to be – right now we're at Starbucks, right? Will McDonald's ever get there? I don't know. They're going to do more fruits, vegetables, and salads, which fruits and vegetables just sounds wrong when you say the word McDonald's. They have to do breakfast after 10.30. I don't know why they have to do breakfast after 10.30. I don't know that the world is beating down their doors to have an Egg McMuffin at noon, but apparently they think they do. So things change. Ingredients will be higher quality because people under 35, those teenagers that I'm talking about, um, they don't want the fish fillet. They want the, you know, salmon burger. So, time to change. It's going to be a better quality antibiotic kind of world. Um, McDonald's has said it wants to start using cage-free eggs. Which is fascinating. There's a guy out there right now. And I tried to explain this to someone, and they just looked at me like I was like had a big like helmet on. The, how shall we say that? That I had a big helmet on, okay? I'll just say helmet. I was like, yeah, there's this guy who wants to do um, egg-free mayonnaise. He wants to create a world of egg-free. But if you want to pay six ninety nine for organic, you know, chicken eggs that they run around wild and they have cage-free eggs, but he wants to, to kill a cage egg world. Fascinating. That's his whole angle. His whole angle is that. And he started with mayonnaise. Egg-free mayonnaise. He's getting hundreds of millions of dollars for that simple idea. Love it. It's Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Dog and all things financial. We'll take a break here. You're listening to AM 1220 KDOW. Listening to Rob Black and your money on AM twelve twenty KDO Double and iHeart Radio Station. Girl, girl. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls in the air. It's eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and more. Um, yeah, I don't know if the show makes sense at times. Like, Fridays, I kind of, I don't want to say I, I mail it in. I mail it in. 
Um, I just said it. Whoops, I just said it. Um, I highly, 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 um, you know, push this concept of retirement. And I don't think that's the easiest thing for people to grasp. And I try to do it with some sort of angle of entertainment. It's not always successful. I try to make myself as relatable as possible, even though I'm worth a stinking gross amount of money. I still try to make myself relatable. I've done well in my life. My goal is to get everyone else to do well in their life. And maybe that's because I have daddy issues. I think it is. So know that I will come up with just really stupid things at times. But there's also really great things inside of what I'm trying to say. For instance, I once started a an eye store, a glasses store, an optometrist store in Mexico called I-I-I-I. My point being is I did start a company in my 20s. And during, my, during that period of time, I... You know, I had to take a second job because my company wasn't going to make money for a while. It was an investment advisory firm. And I figured out how to do what I was doing. And then I would do odd things to make ends meet. Like I would say, hey, if you come work for me, I'd tell my best friend, hey, if you come work for me, I'll buy your family, I'll pay your rent, and I'll buy you Christmas presents, but I can't do anything else. Like I don't have enough money for a big income for you. And for some reason, that seemed to work with people. And I grew my company nicely out of that. Now, again, that's a far cry from I-I-I-I or my failed restaurant, which it opened and closed pretty quickly, bulimics, where the line for the bathroom was longer than the line for food, and that wasn't a good idea. But you get the idea. I want to, I want to start, if anyone wants to come in with this, me. I want to start two restaurants right next to each other. One of them is called I Don't Know, and the other one is You Decide. Because have you ever been with your sugar booger on Friday night? What do you want to do for dinner? I don't know. You decide. And hey, look, it's I don't know, and you decide right next to each other. I think it would do a killer business, but then again, I could be totally wrong. Um, I want to start a coffee shop called Five Bucks, which is right next to Starbucks. And we sell our cup of coffee for five bucks, because that's what you're paying for. Anyway, um, so this is a little bit off the beaten path, I hope. But I hope every single minute of it, there's something in it, economically speaking, story speaking, financially speaking, that you go, okay, I get it. Um, For instance, when I was a little child, and we're going to play a song to break this segment. That was my favorite song as a child. I remember it... um, and again, we have so, and I, I hate people. I, I hate it when people put themselves in a box. What's your favorite TV show of all time? And you have only one? Like, I have ten. Um, so I want you to, like, just admit that and go with it and, and stop limiting yourself, financially speaking. Anyhow, anyway. Um, anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. For instance... I remember back in the 1990s, 
I would talk about cruise ships. And so there's an aging demographic in America. We're getting older. The baby boomers are getting ready to retire. Baby boomers, they're not young and sexy. They're not going to Thailand. They're not going on, you know, like, like let's go hang out with, with elephants. When old people retire, they, they're like, let's go on a cruise ship. Royal Caribbean, I thought was a demographic play. Carnival Cruise Lines, I thought it was a play on people getting older. Still wanting to go out and have an exotic vacation, but on a boat. And then what happened was I kind of realized, and I was wrong. Kind of what happened was these cruise lines became like these just big cesspools of, of disease. If one person has a cold, everyone has a cold on a cruise ship because you're in a crowded environment of people coughing on each other. So I was wrong. That was a demographic trend that I thought would have worked out for us. It didn't. Oh, I loved this show as a kid. Let's talk about that for a moment. Okay, wait. Carnival Cruise Lines and Royal Caribbean, it never worked out for me. I wanted it to, but it didn't. For obvious reasons. Now, oh. When you're young and you didn't have HBO and Showtime and you didn't have those options for late night entertainment, this was as, as local was as good as it got. You'd be like special guest night, and it would be like shell peas. Who is it gonna be? Who is it gonna be? Farrah Fawcett, and then it'd be like, oh no, not that person, the Doc. Doc falls in love this episode. His ex-wife comes back and tries to shoot him. Anyway, this was my favorite song as a child. We'll take a break here with this. Uh, so important to have positives like this. Now it's Popeye and Pluto, Batman and Bozo. Don't spill the cornflakes, they'll break at lunch break. Home from the office. Why did I stop to have a beer with the boys? Now my head's about to pop this Saturday morning confusion. You think you can sleep, it's illusion Cause you probably get a rude intrusion From Harry the dog Harry the dog is as big as can be Harry the dog had puppies last week We couldn't tell if it's a he or she Now we know I'm in almost every school bus in class Three-star general Michael J. Flynn Head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency Knew all the government's Dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.